When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Packmaster Ralph Kavibasham, MD. Alex Brand Bernard Rasmussen. Co host Catherine Brandt. And Andy Brand Bernard. Be right back, kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant tommy how long have you been at KQ? 36 years now. Wow, that's loyalty. Well, if I'm completely honest, it isn't the company that I'm loyal to. It's the listeners. I figured out a long time ago they're the only reason I have a job. Why are you asking? Well, we had another great month at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan. In fact, Burnsville continues to be the number one Nissan store in Minnesota. The loyalty part. Get to the loyalty part. Oh, yeah. This month, if you buy or lease a new Rogue or a Pathfinder from us, we'll give you an extra 500 off as long as you own or are leasing a Nissan. That is cool. Do they have to trade it? Nope. It's just a reward for being loyal. By the way, the new Pathfinder is fantastic. It's got a nine-speed transmission, and JLo says it'll practically pull the building. We also cut a deal with our good buddy Charlie Swenson, who's running a Nissan store in Chicago. He gave us some extra rogues. Because Charlie's such a nice guy. Well, Paul might have threatened him. Sounds like Paul. For details, go to Walzer Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan and claim your loyalty gift. Tommy, give him some Elvis loyalty. Thank you. Thank you very much. And we are back with Stretch's picks. Who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SaberHeating.com.
And he's rocking out, man. Or jazzing out, I guess. He's not really rocking out. He'd be jazzing out with this song. He's tuning in and turning Let me on. know when the Lammer Hammer's ready to go. Yeah, nothing yet. All right. Well, any second now, I'm sure that'll be the situation. We'll get to him. He'll call. Life will be grand. Maybe he's got cookies in the oven and he can't. Might. No Maybe. question about it. We'd start the clock. That'd be good. Oh, good. I glanced down at my screen and I saw a picture of Mel Brooks. And I'm like, don't be telling me Mel Brooks died or something like that. I thought he was dead already. <coughs> <laughs> what? Sorry. Well, he's oh. pretty old, isn't he? I think he so. Is, uh, he's 95. 95 yeah. years so, old. Yeah. It's For wouldn't him to be die outside wouldn't the realm of possibility. That surprising, no. I love him, though. I think Mel Brooks is hilarious. I mean, Carl, <coughs> Carl Reiner just died, so. Yeah, he did. He's outlived every all the other writers for Blazing Saddles. Yep, he has He's indeed. the last one. It is true. And most of the people that starred in it are dead, too. That's amazing. Oof. The sequel is coming. It only took 40 years. Mel Brooks, now 95, assigned to deal with Hulu to create an eight-part series called History of the World Part Two. That was a great movie. <laughs> I love that movie. The great Lord, Lord God Jehovah has given you 15, 10. 10. 10, 10 commandments. He, he, drops, <laughs> he drops the third tablet. He's given you thir- 10, 10 commandments. That was the greatest. Uh, the History of the World Part 1, which covered the dawn of uh, man to the French Revolution, notes Sam Barsanti at the AV Club. Barsanti points out that a series uh, format makes more sense in a movie for Brooks's vignette-style treatment of history. No, no, I disagree. The movie was phenomenal. A post at Salon recalls one of the funnier moments from the original when Brooks, as Moses, sets out to the... There it is. ...to announce the original 15 commandments, <laughs> drops one of the three tablets and settles 10, 10 instead. <laughs> Production is scheduled to start in the spring. Nick Kroll and Wanda Sykes are two of the bigger names attached. Those are not very big names. I wonder why they didn't get any bigger names for that. I mean, they're, we know who they are, but they're not really big names, I wouldn't think. No, you think that with his, his draw, they should have been much bigger name, bigger talent than that. One of Mel Brooks and Richard Pryor's co-written jokes, the best of all time, we'll take the big N's and the big C's, but we don't want the Irish. <laughs> I love that line so much. Yeah, yeah I can't say the big end. In my, I, they, no. There's no way they could remake that movie now. Not a chance. It's a lot of things you can't do anymore. Now, speaking of that, by the way, I want to get everybody... Catherine and I already talked about this, but I want to get Ralph and Andy and Alex's uh, take on this as well. Because there was a big thing this morning on national radio talking about the fact that, uh, oh, well, you're racist. That's a, that's a uh, in, an individual thing. So what they had to do to make sure that they could get everybody under one tent, they had to add the word systemic. So you can't, if you say, ah, you're racist, that doesn't imply to everybody. They've been but, doing that for years. What's that? It's not new, saying just everything is systemic. How many years have they been doing that? Uh, oh. Probably at least ten. Yeah. Have they it's really? It's been going on a lot longer than you think. Systemic racism. Oh, God, whatever. Oh, it, but we've talked about this before. <clears throat> yeah. Tribalism. Wanting to be with people who think like you, have the same beliefs as you, right? Look like you is a normal thing. So it's it, that's the part of the human human experiment or the human yeah part of the human experiment. They are going to have those differences, and people are going to have those sensitivities to other people who are not like them. I mean, I, well, it's a very good point because basically you could say then that every Japanese person ever born is a racist because Japanese people yeah. Oh, yeah. like to hang out with Japanese God bless them, it's what you're used to, it's what you like good for you, I don't care and if you go there and you are not Japanese or you don't look Japanese 
or you know you don't you don't you don't fall in line, don't look right, man, you are discriminated against. Yeah. Period. There's a lot of Next places. Problem. Well, I've actually heard it explained that like a lot of those, you know, no gaijin restaurants out in the suburbs or the exurbs or wherever. So yeah. you don't see that in Tokyo really. Um but a lot of them if you try to go in and they say no, no, no gaijin allowed and then you start speaking fluent Japanese, they'll let you in. Because it's more about being afraid of not being able to understand you oh. than actually, you know, caring that much about where you're from. As long as you're culturally Japanese, you'll never be Japanese to right. them. Yeah. Right. But if you're right. culturally <laughs> Japanese, then they'll accept you pretty much everywhere. Yeah, they'll accept you, but still, you're not. You're still Japanese. different. You're yeah. still different. You're not you're Japanese. You're still different, but yeah, you can still you can go anywhere you want and do anything you and want. That, and that's a, that's. Just a reality. Where you know, I, I experienced that when I was in the mountains of Japan. We went to the wasabi farm. Man, right. that farmer he wanted no parts of the yep. gaijin. He wanted he was <laughs> man. He get, he get, get, you know I felt like you know you, you get the same you get the same look. You're in South Central LA. You're out on the streets there walking around. Guess what? Hey, I don't want you around. Yep, they don't. I mean, sorry, the Chinese are the same way. Yeah, most Africans are the same way. Well, isn't everything basically stemmed from fear of the other person? Of That's course, why we separate into groups. Of course, you know, yeah. I, yeah. I don't understand you, so I don't want to either get, offend you or you get mad at me, or right. it's hard, you know. Right. I'm I'm in Wyzetta, and I see some white kid wearing the wearing the saggy jeans and all that sort of stuff, and a goofy hat and everything. And I look and I go, you know, maybe I get away from this guy. I go to the other side of the street. I want no parts of being around. I don't know. I don't know what the what this kid's doing. What he was trying to explain, or what he's trying to express. It's like me driving through Minnetonka. I didn't look like I belonged there, you so the cop do, just pulled me over. Pulled you right over. You don't your belong around rusted here. Out, rusted out Lumina. That was the problem. What was I you driving? Never had a <laughs> I was driving. I don't even remember what I was driving, but I certainly just didn't look like I belonged. Didn't I had just it. had a wonderful memory that I had forgotten all about over the past several decades. When because my father was pretty much the British Isles, he was English, Scottish, Irish. You know, on, he was all of Western Europe pretty much, yeah. I guess. And my mother was 100 percent German. Her mother and fa- father were both German. And when he would get mad at my mother, he would call her a kraut. <laughs> I do oh my that. God! See now that's not that. Not only are, we're both white, but you're not the right kind of white. Yeah, and you're married to her. <laughs> oh my God! Look at the Scandinavians. The Scandinavians oh, have God, been battling yes. for centuries. That's true. The Danish and the yeah. Norwegians. Da- and the Danes took over everybody. They all hated them. <laughs> I'm Swedish. I'm better than you. Being well, the Norwegian. Balkan states, it never they all stops. Hate each other. Everybody. It's yeah, just, the Balkan states hate one another. Irish yeah. people. Same Irish people. Oh, Northern yeah. Ireland, Northern Southern Ireland, Ireland. Yeah. Catholic, Korean people. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's true. It, yeah. It's everywhere. People like to be with people like them. It doesn't mean they hate everyone else. They're just most comfortable with people like them. For me, that would mean Catholics, Jews, and black people. Right? Yeah. That's who I grew up with. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. why calling me a racist was the most ridiculous thing on earth, because you don't know me at all then. Because that's who I'm most comfortable with would be Jews, blacks, and Catholics. That's Makes right. Sense. And as a tall ginger, ginger, I have never had a group that I could identify no, you're, with. No, you're out. <laughs> you are uh, way out. You're alone. I, I know, but I'm not Irish. So you're uh, way out. No. So I'm just, just, I'm just, I'm just I, I was a floater all the way through high school. I had friends with, every, at, you know, like in every group. I wasn't, like, part of their group, but I had friends that were in different groups. I was never in a group in school. Yeah, I couldn't no. I couldn't stand that whole group 
dynamic. Well, we I hated a, it. We went to Catholic school, so you only go to school with 30 people, so you get, you're get you hanging out with the same group. And yeah, but like, you probably well, had a couple of friends who you hung out with more. Oh, Andy Fisher was my best friend, yeah. no doubt about that. I got to check on Andy. He was <clears throat> a little under the weather last time I talked mm-hmm. to him, but... Yeah, I still talk to a lot of those. Most of them are dead, unfortunately, now. I have not talked to the Laurent brothers in years, but they would be the only ones because I talked to Andy Fisher and Greg Lundin and all those people. But but it has nothing to do with the fact, you know, you sit there in, in school with the people you're with and blah, blah, blah. I think people, as you said, Ralph, it's the tribalism thing they're yeah. they're overlooking. It's not racism, it's tribalism. Which is accepted. Yeah, I don't go for racist either. You judge me. But are you trying to tell me you've never been called a name by a person who's not the same color as you? Oh. It happens all the time. I who know. Who cares? Whatever. The only tribe I discriminate <clears throat> against is movie reviewers. And, but I, Speaking I don't of blame which. you. It, they are just the worst. They should get the lammer hammer is what they should get. <laughs> that's, that's right. Can you get that right? It's the lamer. Hammer. Oh, that's right, that's the lamer hammer. Lamer. Here he is, Tim well, Lamer. Now, talking about bringing a movie reference in, of course, to this whole name-calling thing. Right. I can't help but think of Jack Waltz in um, The Godfather. Oh, yeah. When Robert Duvall visits him, and mm-hmm. he assumes he's Italian, so he calls him an Italian slur, and he... <laughs> Guinea Goomba. <laughs> something like that. And Duvall, he says... He says, uh, well, I'm German-Irish. And then Jack Wold says, okay, then, my Mick Kraut friend. He did. <laughs> my Mick Kraut friend. That's exactly what he said. Not so, appropriate. Not, I'm German. I got that was so that was, I'm German-Irish. Okay, my Mick Kraut friend. Yeah. <laughs> or Kraut Mick. One or the other. Mick. Both yeah, the, both Mick the Kraut, Kraut and the Mick were in there. So, it was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. When I grew up, if you were, you know, in my extended family, if you were not a member of the Alberton Church of God, then you were, you had a label. Oh, you had two or three or four derogatory labels to you. Oh, everybody. Oh, we, well, everybody, we can't trust you. Hate y'all. I have a question for everybody here. And don't get pissed at me because I don't know what the word means. I've heard it when I was a little boy, but I have, I don't know what it means. So don't get mad at me. I'm not using it in a derogatory manner. Manner there, but I actually did hear one time, and I think it was the National Lampoon when I was a teenager, and I had no idea what the hell they were talking about. There were somebody, and they were in the garment district or whatever, and they referred to a guy as a gabardine stroking maki. He's in the clothing district, so gabardine stroking, but what's a maki? Macchiato, it's a coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think he was talking about coffee. I, was part, I don't know. So he spelled M A H K I. If I were to guess, <laughs> yeah, probably. It might be a Yiddish slur. Andy, might be. Oh, okay. why would it be Maki though? Yiddish. I don't know. Well, I, although the garment industry is pretty much Jews. That's, that's right. true. I mean, that, at at that time, uh, yeah, that was, that was that was mainly. Yeah, I think it is. Jews. It's a derogatory Yiddish term. Uh, it's a derogatory term for Jews. Apparently. What does it mean? Derogatory? I mean, where would they get it? Never heard of that. I don't know why. Because you heard them call them Yids, I remember, because they're Yiddish. They speak Yiddish, they call them Yids, I remember. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You know, do you know why why they, the the, you know, another derogatory, we're getting into the Jewish derogatory terms, which is terrible. We're fine. No, but the the word, you know, well, uh, uh, a former president of a synagogue in L.A. told me that the origin of the word kike. Yeah, kikel. Yeah. Was from circle because they didn't want to do an X 
when they couldn't. Because, uh, believe it or not, a lot of the Jews who immigrated here were illiterate. I mean, they were. Yeah, they, they were. were right. not educated right. like at they, all. They wouldn't educate them. Yeah, that's, well, there you go. That's yeah. why they came here. So, so they they, they wouldn't make a, uh, an X because it looked like a cross, and they were sensitive about that. So they said, "Can we make a circle, a keichel?" And that's why they were called that. Yeah. Which is, keichel just means circle. That's all it means. I don't think it's nice to call somebody a kike, but no, you know. no, it's not well, nice none to of call them names. Just stop wonder, calling names. I wonder why it is that Jews have so many names. Like, oh, there's other groups that have a lot more names. Yeah, like than women. Them. Well, Italians do. Italians are probably well, in the top five. I don't know. Italians women got a lot, a lot of spaghetti benders still there. <laughs> but, but I was, I was. They're educated. all mostly stupid as hell. I was educated by. I think it was Andrea that said, "It's not spaghetti bender. It's spaghetti twister." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, see all of that stuff. But you know, back in the day. Uh, when we'd go walk to school, as I've said this before, there were certain sidewalks, if you were Catholic, you couldn't walk on their sidewalk because you're Catholic, and they would refer to you as a cat licker. So there you go, oh, yeah, dirty cat licker. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? So hot, so bizarre. We've I mean, come a long way, is, I guess what I'm We certainly have, but you're never going to sterilize any culture no, from God, this. No, no. Everybody settled that. First of all, I don't give a rat's ass what you call me. I'm not offended in the least. I couldn't care less. That's right. Go ahead. One of the funniest exchanges I ever saw online was a Korean and a Japanese person <laughs> hurling insults at each other based on their ethnicities. I love it. At the Koreans telling the Japanese person, oh, go work 16 hours and don't ever see your family. And then the Japanese person's like, oh, go have plastic surgery. <laughs> every ethnicity does it to every other ethnicity. I love that. Oh, God. I love that. You know, I've noticed you haven't touched base upon uh, Polish people because uh, God knows how many Polak jokes I heard growing oh, up. Oh, God. Those aren't uh, really in vogue anymore, are they? You never no, hear them. Not. Except I heard them every day growing up, though. I he, bet you did. Lammers isn't a giveaway for Polish, but no. uh, my no. dad was, I'm quarter Polish, so uh, once people knew, it was like, mm-hmm. all right, every day, whatever. Was well, Oli and Lena or whatever, is that Polish oh, yeah. or is no, that? Scandinavian. That's Scandinavian. Oh, Scandinavian. Yeah. Okay. Oli and Lena. Because they have, they have very similar, though. The Oli and Lena jokes, you know, like misunderstanding things. And, yeah. Still my favorite. Oli and Sven come over across the Atlantic on a boat back in the early days of America. And as the boat comes into harbor in New York, Oli leans over and starts vomiting over the side. And Sven says, Oli, I never knew you had such a weak stomach. And he goes, weak stomach? I'm throwing up as far as everybody else. <laughs> See, get it? <laughs> that's a dad. Come on, that's a pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's a dad a joke. One. That's a dad. Dad joke. Grandpa, good joke. That's something you like. You want to sterilize. You get Your that mom out. Mom laughed anyway. Thank God, mom laughed. I grew up on Oli and Lena jokes. Oh, yeah. Really? Yes. My mom always had a couple of Oli and Lena jokes. They were still a thing in like the '80s and '90s. Not as much, but now you never hear them. I haven't heard one in 20 years. Dan's aunt and uncle have a book. In the oh, bathroom of Olean. Uh, oh, I could see that, okay. yeah. But they use the pages? Or? Oh, oh, dear. They're both dear. Oh, dear. Uh, oh, Timmy. Dear. Yes, sir. I think I set a new world record just a couple of nights ago. I'm pretty sure. You want to hear what yeah. record I set? No, no. What What is the record? I lasted 19 minutes watching Squid Squad or whatever it's called. Squid Game? <laughs> you know Squid what? Game. I am I am in the minority with that show, and apparently you and I agree. Ugh. I don't get the hype. It's horrible. I watched two episodes. <clears throat> it's not good. I don't know. I like it. It's you bizarre. like it. It's bizarre. I like it because it it's so weird. 
It's lame. I've never That's I not haven't lame. seen it yet. Yeah, it's kind of lame. That's well, what? It's kind of lame. It's, it's an Asian version of... I saw the preview. Ralph? And I looked at the oh. preview, I go, I'm not going to watch this. This is stupid. It's really stupid. It's just stupid. It's bizarre. It's, it's, it's bizarre Hunger Games in a different way. Which well, that was, in itself was Japanese to begin with. Yeah. It's basically yeah. Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. So That's what I thought. And yeah. that's part of the reason why I'm thinking, why is this so special? You know? I, I mean, if it. you're familiar with Asian pop culture right now, it's not at all special. Because there's a billion of these over in Asia. Yeah. It's unusual that it got over here, though. Why is the doll a honky, though? I don't get it. It isn't. It is, too. I don't know. It looks like something from Fallout. Once again, you're just looking for something to get what's offended fall- about. Oh, I, yes, because I get so easily offended. Fallout. What's Fallout in? Oh, it's a, I can't believe you said that. Oh, heresy. 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 Was that? It's a video game franchise set in a yeah. what if the... You know, remember in the 50s when everyone was going to get nuked and die? Yeah. Yes. Well, what if that had actually happened? That's Fallout. I wouldn't be here. Oh, it, it's, I'd be it's, under a desk at St. Joe's. Yeah, be <laughs> under that desk forever. It's Melted. also about people being manipulated because they're desperate. It, it's actually got quite a few layers to it. Well, yeah, they usually, they almost always have that same formula of you take these people who either did something bad and are being punished for it or are destitute and are being strung along by this, you know, shadowy evil organization. My wife just nailed why I don't like it. Ah. It struck home, honey. I don't like it because of the way they treat poor people. That's hey, exactly yeah, what yeah. it is. I didn't even know that. Well, it's why. not poor people necessarily. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's people who don't have money, but that could be because they gamble it all away or they oh, went that, to the, the a loan shark or whatever. You know, that, that doesn't make you poor. It makes you bad with money. It makes you poor, too, though, because you don't have any money. Well, but if, if you're a millionaire and you gamble all your money away, you're not a poor person. Yeah, you're there just was. A, well, you don't have any money left, so you would be poor. One of the the main mm. character that you saw, yeah, his brother, the one that was supposed to be so wealthy and right, was going right. to move to America. Broke. No, no, wait, he wasn't going to move to America. It turns out that yeah, you know, he thought of his being so wealthy. Yeah, he's that he was he, broke. He, he sees him at the game. Oh, he uh, does eventually. Okay. Yeah, Spoiler I, I, alert for the first episode. No, I enjoy it. That's exactly what I didn't even know why I didn't like it, but it's the way they treat people with no money. It's basically hier- hierarchy and patriarchy and all of the stuff well, that people, you know, that runs the world. I mean, that's just, it's it's actually, I, to me, it's kind of interesting. It's interesting to see the cultural oh, sure, sure, things about yeah. it and to see uh, it's in Korea, right? Yeah. It's. Yeah, I haven't ever. I've never been to Korea. The I've South never Korea, seen yeah. Korea. It's actually a very beautiful, very clean area. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, hear I, that. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of. I don't know. I'm, I'll probably watch a couple more and see if it captures my interest. Well, I'm not saying like it's it, the like greatest it. thing in the world, but it's something completely different with people you've never seen. That's not completely different. It's like the Hunger Games. No. <laughs> okay. I just wish that they would have, make an American version. Uh, because poor people in America are every color. They're not just, you know, Korean right, right. or Japanese. Oh, I'm sure they will. Poor people are, are of every color. That's the one thing I hate about this uh, this racist well, argument. America hates poor people. And I'm sorry to say that, true. but it's true. Well, America it's does not like poor people. It's always funny listening to some, like, uh, limousine liberal talk about, you know, like farmers and right. construction workers and exactly. stuff. As if they're lower than scum. And yeah, then go like, do. oh, the workers... They need to get together and rise up against the rich people. It's like, you are the rich people, and the people you hate are the workers. 
Yeah, and it has nothing to do with racism or skin color. It has to do with the fact that if you're black, I could pretty much, back in the day, identify you as a poor person. They did not like poor people. And that, they that still was a don't. Lot. And they still don't. Absolutely. Well, I told you they that. Like said it before. They like their vote. They like their vote. And poor people don't like people who are not poor. That's true. That is true. That is no true. parts. I mean, you no, got that. Right. Yeah, you got this social, yeah. this social tension that's always there. So right. you know, you're, uh, you know, they don't care for them either. So there's, you know, there's a lot going on. Well, it's like a voluntary caste system. This whole idea that it's based on skin color. Yeah, it's partially based on skin skin color, but it has to do with income. Oh, and actually, speaking huge. of which, I saw something interesting. A graph of. Um, news organizations using phrases like white supremacy and systemic racism. Yes. It's like how many times in a given year they'd use it. Right. Oh, cool. Exponentially increased right after Occupy Wall Street. Really? Makes you think. Yeah, it does make it's you like, think. It's like, don't pay attention to us, pay attention to these other people That's you're supposed to. Very and everyone point, fell Andy. for it. Yep. Oh, we're not going to pay attention to people that stole all our money. Nope. No, you're not supposed to look at us. You're supposed to look at these evil you're, white supremacists. You're absolutely You better be right. mad at them. Don't look at the person behind yep, exactly. the, and the, now behind what do we the, have? the yeah. drapery or behind the curtain. And then, what, a few years later, we got the world's first, you know, uh, 100 billionaire or whatever, and... You know, they, yeah, we did. Those people are just uh, increasing their money by more and more, and no one cares about it anymore. You're right. They're mad about upper middle class people. All right, we're going to take a break in a couple of seconds here. But Timmy, have you got uh, like TV shows? You got movies? What do we got today, Timmy? We have anything you want to talk about, Tom? Well, that would be my left. No, never mind. Oh my goodness. Uh, I want to talk all about Squid Game. I want it to be Squid Game. Mm. Squid Game. Squid Game. Oh, oh, we love Squid Game. We love Squid Game. After and I have been watching The Drowning. That's yeah, good. That's yeah. Really yeah we, good. We, I can talk both TV and films for sure. Right, we'll get that done. Before we go to break, is Doug going to be on Thursday? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I will tell you one thing. Uh, last couple of weeks. Oh, and I, by the way, I will be on the KQ Morning Show tomorrow, so I'm, I'm going back tomorrow. Then, so there you go. He tuned in, dropped yeah, out. He dropped out for one day. No, no, two days. Yesterday and today. Yesterday you left early, so you oh. didn't. Well, I didn't ever got. I never got on the air because I couldn't. Oh, get at on all. The air. Oh, oh, I couldn't oh. get on the air. Oh. You couldn't so, get on the air. Yeah. This is his new way of only something. having to work three-day weeks. Yeah, that's exactly oh, nice. <laughs> no, I, I will tell you honestly, and I know we got to go to break here, but I literally, and I'm talking about across the board in every business. You go up and down the hall here uh, in this building, every business person, man and women, will tell you they can't count on anybody ever doing what they say they're going to do anymore. This is true. People used to do what they said they were going to do. Now apparently no one. Because staring at their phone. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Okay, you never Way do to go, that. Alex. You never look at your phone. Yeah. We'll Definitely be back with phone. Timmy Lammers and TV and movies right I mean, after this. Wasn't Tom Bernard talking with Brad Huckle and Michael Bilski of North American Banking Company. We've talked a few times over the years about how North American Banking Company has helped local businesses when they're ready for expansion. We love talking about the success of our customers. One example is suburban manufacturing in Monticello. They create innovative products that produce clean, dry air that is needed during the manufacturing process. We recently helped them expand their business. Moving into a new building gave them the space they needed to add new equipment and production lines. We were able to step in 
quickly and provide the financing they needed when they needed it. When we help businesses like Suburban Manufacturing with their expansion, it's beneficial for our customers, but their growth also creates new jobs in our community. So they make stuff that produces clean, dry air for manufacturing after working with Bilski. Do they breathe easier with their business belt? We certainly hope so, Tommy. And that's no hot air. Nice one. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's making a special offer for my listeners. You buy one set, get another set absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-516-5146. Use the promo code TOM. Go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code TOM. So I'll be back on the morning show tomorrow. Looking forward to that. So your mental Seven health days. is all better then? Well, again, I try to explain to people that for most people, when they get depressed, they get very sad. When I get depressed, I get very angry. Yes, you do. So you don't want me coming around you if I'm depressed. That's all I'm saying. You don't need it. But, yeah, it'll be, oh, I missed it. I, I love doing that show. There's no question about it. But it has to go properly. Otherwise, people will hang from the yard arms. But anyway. Okay. Moving forward, uh, we're here to talk a little TV and movies with Squid Lammers, his new <laughs> nickname. Is that, is, that, is that my new name? Squid so, Lammers. Um, I don't know if any of you have caught the first two seasons of it, because talking only about the third, if you haven't seen number one and two of Succession. Oh, everybody's raving about that show, especially Brian Cox. Oh, this guy. And the, the, thing, the thing is, you just love watching him, but... He is the epitome of evil in this show. Oh, God, yes. Oh, yeah. He is such of a great actor. Mm-hmm. And then this one, now, now they only drop him a week at a time, so, you know, you can't. You would go on. You probably would knock them all out in a, in a day or two if you could. But, yeah, yeah, season three has finally begun. And, you know, the tough part about shows like that is, you know, because of the pandemic and, and the, the delays in production and all that sort of stuff, you get to season three and you tend to forget what even happened in the finale of season two. But I would suggest if you haven't seen Succession, start from the beginning. I guarantee you're going to go through those first two seasons in no time. And then by the time you get to it, maybe you'll be able to watch most of what they offer for season three. But again, this guy is a force to be reckoned with in this show. He's basically a Rupert Murdoch sort of cutthroat character. Right. But this right. guy, I don't I don't I, I can't even Im- imagine Rupert Murdoch being this bad. <laughs> oh. The way he treats everybody is in oh it's insane. It's a great show though. It it's again it's one that once you start you won't be able to stop. No, that's what everybody tells me. I only saw the very first is there a wedding or something in the first episode? 
God, it's, again, it's been so long. I can't even tell you if if there think. is or not. I I don't know. I can't remember. I do but, uh, not know. Yeah, I don't. I, what's, I, what's it on? Maybe. Uh, it HBO on? Max. Oh, HBO Max. Yeah, we got that. We got all the streaming yeah, That's true. We got everyone. I think it's... it's and we watch web- television. It costs us like five grand a month to watch TV. You know, yeah. yeah, well, that's about it. And, uh, <laughs> well, you reduce your cable bill. Yeah. Good. Good. I, mean, I was, I was thinking the other day it would be like, okay, so if you went just back to a landline with an answering machine, it's probably like, what, 20 bucks a month? 20 bucks a month, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, what's yeah. ours? 275 Yeah. We, we, well, need, we need to take our bill yeah, we do. to another carrier and see what they can do with it. We D- do. Didn't it's somebody ridiculous. just say that there's a T-Mobile, I think, will give you yes. the upgrade. Remember the upgrade on your phone? Yep. Two, every two years you can get a new mm-hmm. a, a new phone and an upgrade on T-Mobile. Well, that might be the time to make yeah, the we move. need to take our bill and go over there and see what they'll do for us. Well, well it, Verizon has it used like, to be that streaming was a cheaper alternative to cable. <laughs> but again, anymore. now with all the surface, service, oh, God, services, yeah. it's replaced it. Yep. Such a squeeze. It might even be more. But oh, again, more. at least with that, you are choosing what you want. You're not getting all the dumbass extra channels that are just nothing That's but true. a pain in the ass to stream. To, uh, this is what I had dish. I never had cable because I'm a country living uh, sort of person. Thank God you're a country boy. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, we, we, nope, sorry, you can't get cable out here. Well, so, thing- you know, we got got the dish but with that all this junk programming that i never wanted well I, the the thing i have to protest about the whole streaming thing is you have to sign up for every streaming service it, it's like you can't just buy right I, well, I, if i just wanted to buy show, one yeah. show on their service i still have to sign up for their streaming and, service yeah, yep. that's, that's right stupid and i don't want to contradict just, uh, tim but when you sign up for those services there's a thousand things on there that are garbage. You're not going to watch. They're trash. That's true. Yeah. That's very true, Ralph. But at least you don't have to scroll through. Well, I guess you do. Uh, I mean, if you, go, yeah. if you go through that, if you know what you want, you don't have to. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the thing with the streaming services now is that what's, you know, for, first of all, Catherine, I should say, if you have a specific show, you might be able to rent them on Amazon. But then again, it's two bucks per episode, and it's just going to end up costing you anyway. I know. So, you know. um, And then you sign up for something because it's like, okay, well, I'll watch this for a couple of months, uh, and then I'll I'll stop that that channel. Yeah. And then you forget completely. (laughs) Or like you get your first month free, and there's like, oh, it's this movie that I've been trying to watch, and it's only on this, and I'll sign up and then cancel it after I watch the movie, and then you forget. Exactly. Well, that's the big advantage to this, too. It's like you can stay a month. You don't have to sign a contract. Now, having said that, um, HBO Max, I just paid for the whole year, and you get a price break that way. Or you could do a, a combination of Hulu, Disney Channel, and ESPN Plus, which I never would watch anyway. But right, you can right. bundle those three together and get a cheaper price. You can get basically get two of those for yeah. the price of three. So, yeah, so they're so, basically doing all the cable shenanigans that drove us all crazy. Yeah, my, my, Bundling yeah, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, my but there are plenty of free services out there. And plus, you have to remember, Roku... Is getting their own programming now, thanks to Quibi right. going under. So now, all of a sudden, yesterday, I read that they are putting series to order. So now, all of a sudden, they are getting into the game. Oh. Yep. So I really hope it doesn't get to the point where Roku 
where basically all you had to do was buy the box and you get the remote for 25 bucks. I hope they don't start charging us a subscription oh, fee. Oh, they will. That would be <laughs> stupid. <laughs> they will. This, this is what this is my tactic. And you get the you get the kids to come stay. You know, they get the grandkids. They come stay. They look. They turn the TV on. Oh, nothing on TV. So what they do is they sign up for yep. this, these services. They put it on your TV at home. Boom. They're You're paying for in. it. I'm just a I'm just a leech. <laughs> just leech it off them. Yeah, that's something people I have think to you're onto something there, Ralph. When they're traveling, because more and more yeah. Airbnbs and more and more hotels are having you sign in through your you gotta sign content. Out. you got to oh, remember yeah. to sign yeah. out. Oh, that's true. Yes. Oh, yeah. Same thing with renting a car. If you link your phone to it, you've got to make sure that you get, you know, yeah. sometimes it'll just automatically take all your contacts on there. Yes, it will. Yeah. I would never, I would never link my car to a rental car. Yeah, no, it's a horrible idea. You do if you want GPS. I'd rather no, just you can do GPS no. on your phone. No, just use it on your phone. Yeah, just turn then it on. you link it in there, though. No, you don't no, have no, to. No, you don't, no, you don't. No, no, there's no, a no. magic way that I don't know about. Yeah, what do you, you know? Just, just, say just press do GPS on your phone. Open Google Maps. Yeah. Right there. Yeah, right there. You press directions. I have to sync it. And it talks to you. No, you don't need to talk, sync anything. I never sync a phone. That's the biggest hassle in the world. It is. That's a game. Oh. I sync my phone on my car for using the telephone. Yeah, that's what I. That's all I use it for. That's it. Well, I don't talk on the phone when I'm in the car. There you go. And if I do, I just pick up my phone and talk on it. You're not supposed to. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So no, I, 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 I don't talk on the phone. No, I, I simply don't talk on the phone in the car. I'm, but you, know. you stare down at it while you're changing lanes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good part. Or when you're scrolling for a sweet tooth. Yeah, you're scrolling through as you're changing What's new lanes. on Facebook today, I wonder? Yeah. No, Nothing. None of that. Bitching and yeah, they, should shut their, they should shut your phone down when you're in the car. I don't know why they don't do that. Oh, they will eventually. Can they? It seems like a good <laughs> They will A lot of people talk on the phone in the car, but yeah, there will be some sort of like yep, disable of data or gotta something stop. like that. They have, yep. They're going to yeah. have to do something but like that. But hands-free yeah. talking on the phone, I don't think is, is no. that dangerous. No. 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 So, but, no, I don't think so. No. But yeah, people, plenty of people definitely uh, text. Well, that's the thing. It's like, how do you prevent texting? You'd have to block yeah. SMS, which is not a great well, idea. Don't, don't most phones... SMS doesn't use data, I don't think. Depending. MMS does. SMS, I don't believe, does. Oh, yeah. So, oh. yeah. You'd have to block basically the whole phone. Yeah. You just have to airplane mode. Yeah. Why don't I they don't just know. make that part of the whole thing where you can just do that for free? Do what? Just SMS texting and all that it stuff. It is. It's part of your phone... Deal. Yeah. Then why is it using data? It's not. It's not. If I text message you, mm-hmm. it I can text message you as much as I want for apples. free with no data. No. But if I text message Andy, it uses different. You're oh. SMS and he's MMS. Oh. No, it's the other way around. I use the SMS. I don't know. No, you're using using <laughs> using the iMessage. iMessage yeah, uses data. Yes. That's, That's MMS. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. You're yeah. blue versus green. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Basically. Yes. Okay. Now that we all know. Look at the time. Now that we all know. The show's already over. I was just sent this by a couple of different people. William Shatner lands uh, after what's it called? The big blue penis or what's it called? Blue origin flight. Blue origin. Yeah, okay, lands. I did not know this, but I've gotten this several times. When he landed, he got off the spaceship and wished Doug Dawson a happy birthday. Because they both did. went to McGill University. Well, they're both Canadians, so... How weird is that? The Doug, our buddy Doug Dawson, well, Bill Shatner, happy birthday, Doug. Getting off oh, the spaceship me. to wish you a happy Was birthday. Was it his birthday? Big shot. I guess it must be. Big now, shot. Did you, 
Did anybody see the story of how this guy can't let him? He can't let up even for one second. George Takei, George Takei, oh, whatever. Oh God, no! George oh, is all yeah, whipped he's up. A he hates person. Bill Shapner. Yeah. yeah, well, he took a shot at him after. Oh yeah. After his flight, did you read about that? Did you no. see what he said? First of all, I can't stand listening to him he because he has the funniest voice I've ever heard. He said he was nothing more than a glorified specimen, and he's oh. a guinea pig, oh, 90 God. years old, and it's important to find out what happens. Uh, let's see. Although he's not the most fittest person of ni- a 90-year-old person, he'll be good. He'll be a good specimen that's unfit. So basically, oh taking a gosh, shot at Chad. What a jerk! Ooh, ooh that's age shaming, physical yeah, shaming. Yeah. George, George, you want us to, talk, you know, can yep. can we take some uh, gay shots at you there? Yeah, really. Is that polite? No, we're not supposed to do that. Well, that's terrible. I gotta find it. You would, you're gonna love here, William kid. Shatner's response. Oh, to I him. love Will Shatner. <laughs> okay, hold on a second. I will find it because it was something he tweeted out, which was hilarious. And, uh, you know, he didn't go after him. He was very subtle. Uh, let's see. I was talking to Bill, Bill Shatner a couple of a couple of weeks ago. That nah, was probably a couple of months ago now. But I said, Tom, when are you coming to the house for Christmas? I said, you know, Bill, you say that to me every year, and I've never been to your house for Christmas. So this is the year. <laughs> I settled down, Bill. That's interesting. I saw, I saw him on a horse at the LA, uh, LA Equestrian Center. He was riding along, and he looked yeah. fit as can be. It was, yeah. you know, and that, this was just a few years ago, so he was in the late 80s. You know, it just, yeah, I. I wonder if he is that social and really has people. God knows he must oh. be because he has the contacts. He's on all the time. He's very pleasant to me. Every time I've talked to him in the last 37 years, he's been very pleasant. Yeah, I found him to be the same way. And, you know, what's really interesting, Tom, is that, you know, you're getting he's he's the consummate salesman. You you yeah. know what you're going to get. Right. But when I True. heard him yeah. after that flight, there was no question of what he was saying was genuine he was crying I mean, he was very emotional yeah, and it's crying, like yeah. oh my god this guy you know <laughs> this is one instance where he wasn't definitely bsing anybody which is great i loved it i love the guy too i think he's he's wonderful and why him and george keep going at each other i'm trying to find okay here i finally found it this guy tweets all the time shatner does okay so here's his response to what he said to george don't hate george the only time he gets his press is when he talks bad about me. <laughs> he claims 50-plus years ago that I took away a camera angle that denied him 30 more seconds of primetime TV. God. <laughs> I'm, giving him, I'm giving it back to him now by letting him spew his hatred for the world to see. And then uh, he signs it, Bill the, and he has a, an emoji of a pig. <laughs> I guess CeeLo is also mad at him. Who is CeeLo Green? CeeLo, CeeLo Green. CeeLo Green, why? Uh, he tweeted a day ago, Effin William Shatner, also known as Captain Kirk from Effin Star Trek, an Effin icon, there sang my Effin song, F.U. He just recently went into Effin Outer Space recently and reminded me how Effin Fearlessly is and that I was the baddest mother Effa, on Earth around this time. That's what CeeLo tweeted. I think CeeLo yeah. might have been having something to that drink that night. William sense. Shatner says, hey, CeeLo, my friend, I have three words for you, my friend. Uh, emoji with the sweary face. Mm-hmm. You too. Love Bill. <laughs> love Bill. Here's what I love about that. You know what that's all about? 
Because Bill Shatner's had been successful in Hollywood for 72 years, since he was 18 years yeah, old. Yeah, a long time. 72 long years. Okay, that's his big... Look, he might not be pleasant to everybody. He's always very nice to me, but then again, you know, I'm promoting his product, so I guess he would be. But I just have never had a bad moment. But I know that uh, James... Was it James Doohan? He played Scotty on there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. He hated Bill Shatner. Oh, my. He was in studio one time at KQ. Oh, my God, did he hate Bill Shatner. He, he made this face, and he went like this. He, went, he literally made this really mean face, and he went, He's not a nice man. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, you know who probably else uh, doesn't like Shatner is the person that says, uh, Bill, that's sabotage, not sabotage. Mm, sabotage. I say sabotage. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought he was a wonderful guy. I've Me only too. spoken with him three times, but again... I mean, you know, the interesting thing, too, the guy can still act. And I recommended this before. Um, so to to purge your brain of Squid Game, Tommy. <laughs> yes, thank you. Rent, rent the movie Senior Moment with him Love and Gene it. Smart yep. and uh, Christopher Lloyd. Love them Wonderful all movie. All oh, my God. It's a great movie. Senior Moment. I did. So, see it. yeah, he's, he, it's a lot of fun. It's it's a great movie. I did see that movie. It is a really good movie. Oh, you did? Good, yep. good. Okay, yeah. Really like well, it. then you're, I'm going to have to find something else for you to, to get the squid out of your brain then. i got to get ah. the squid out of my brain. No question. <laughs> Although, I, there's something that just popped up on my screen. I could use this. Right-wing radio host Dan Bongino dared... Now, you know that's not on, on the Fox website because they call him a right-wing radio <laughs> host. So he's on what? He's on Fox Nation, I think. Yeah, the, the real right wingers are on 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 uh, what do you get? Renegade stations, shortwave. They're on yeah, shortwave. shortwave. Yeah. Those are the real. Yeah, no ones. one on mainstream media is right wing. <laughs> right wing radio close. host Dan bon, Bongino dared his radio distributor to cancel his show on Monday in response to its unethical and immoral vaccine mandate. Cumulus Media, that's my partner Uh-oh. on the morning show. So there we were partnered up, which carries a Dan Bongino show on hundreds of stations announced in August that it would require employees to be vaccinated against COVID-19 by September 22nd. Nobody ever told me, but I'm not an employee, so that's why I was never told that. I didn't know that because I'm not an employee. So I had no idea we did that unless they have a legal exception or work remotely. As a result, several cumulus employees were fired or quit. I don't know if one that was fired. Who the hell did they fire? They probably all are vaccinated. Um, well, everybody on the morning show is, I know that. Yeah. And half of us work remotely, so we wouldn't have to be anyway. Did you hear the new Minnesota thing for teenagers to get vaccinated? No. They will give you a $200 Visa gift card. Oh, my God. And you are, your name is put in for a drawing. They'll do five drawings for a $100,000 college scholarship. Oh, God. When and are all we that stop? money's coming oh, out wow. of our taxes. Yes, it is. Out of our taxes. Exactly. You know what? This is what I know. I when I got my second Moderna shot, it kicked my ass. I had to miss three days of work because right, of it. Right. Where the hell's my compensation? You know, I point. did the responsible thing. This is a bribe, not a compensation. Yeah, that's a bribe. This yeah. is a bribe. It's very different. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> not, not to say that I would have held out. I just did what everybody should be right, doing. Right. And again, in my opinion. I mean, everybody has their different opinion about it, but, you know, um, yeah. 
Yeah, why don't they look at things like that, how they might be pissing off people by doing shit like that. That's true. Sorry. Oh, I swore. You know what? I oh, consciously, yes. I try not to swear because since I'm on places like the queue, I don't want to get into the habit of swearing. And, and, and if that's the case, <laughs> then I'm going to drop the F-bomb on the queue or something. I don't want that to happen. That wouldn't be good. As long as we're on the subject, by the way, I want to run this by the doc who's sitting to my right here. We have a medical doctor in studio. License. License and experience as well. Experience as well. (laughs) Medical man. Turns out Colin Powell did not die of COVID-19. Yeah, didn't he have cancer? He had cancer. Yeah. Yeah, he he was quite sickly, apparently. He did get COVID, but that's not what killed him. The cancer killed him. If anybody tests positive for COVID-19 and they die within a month, they say it's because of COVID. You can't do that. It's a lie. Was he vaccinated? Yes. He was double vaccinated. Yeah, it, 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 that's the whole thing. You hear, oh, so-and-so died uh, from COVID. Well, I got to hear the backstory on this. Exactly. I got to hear the comorbidities and things like that. If you're 80-plus and you have a, a cancer or cancer is being treated with chemotherapy and things I like that. what kind of. You know, and you get COVID or you get the flu or you get a bad cold, that may be enough to oh, tip geez. you right over. He had multiple myeloma. Oh, good yeah, lord. But he oh, died of COVID. Oh, See good what I'm lord. Saying? Yeah. They oh, got to stop geez. doing this. They're treating COVID as the final nail. That's yeah, true. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, well, pneumonia is the final nail on, on most death certificates. Mo- that, you, that is you true. Really, you don't die from the cancer. You die from a pneumonia complication yeah. from that. And you get a respiratory illness of any kind, bad bronchitis, Man, it can it can tumble into a bad pneumonia in a heartbeat if you're compromising your older. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah, multiple myeloma is probably bad. one That's of the worst ones one. you can get. That's a bad one. So it's, they say he God died of soul. COVID, and he, it's not true. He it's had COVID when he died, but it didn't kill That's him. That's what they do. That happens. God, I wish they'd stop. He, he probably died. He probably died from a bacterial pneumonia. Yeah. Brought on by COVID. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because he had multiple it, myeloma. It, honestly, it probably did kill him. But it's you know he was going to die very soon anyway, you know from the flu or from a cold or just from you know but, the multiple myeloma progressing that far. That's ugh. just you know. And that, that gives me the shivers. That's, that's, that's a bad disease. That's, that's what I was going to ask you guys. The fact that he was vulnerable because of the multiple myeloma is why he got it. Absolutely, yep. yeah. he was vulnerable mm-hmm. because of the cancer. Yeah. You know who I think is suffering from that and has been for a while is Tom Brokaw. Really? Oh, Tom Brokaw, really? I think mm-hmm. the world of Tom Brokaw. I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. that's 2013 he was diagnosed that's, with cancer. That's a pretty good run for multiple myeloma. It is. Yeah. Remember one Ooh. time he paused because I used to have him on all the time when he was on NBC. And, you know, he's from South Dakota, the Yankton, Ooh. South Dakota boy, Tom, Tom Brokaw. And he wrote the book The Greatest Generation about mm-hmm. the World War II vets and all that. And I had him on, and I go, uh, in his latest book, The Greatest Generation, Come on, Tom, let's be honest. They're not that great. And there was this long pause. He goes, actually, they were, Tom. They were. He thought <laughs> it was like, serious. I'm very serious I about that. this. Except for Tom, you have to say it the way uh, he says it. He would say it tonight. With, what do you call that? That where he seems to swallow his words. Oh, yeah, he's got the uh, lateral L. Or not the, it's not a lateral L. That's a lateral S. He's got the I'm making fun L. of him. I think he's great. I love him. But, you know, I just you got to get the impersonation down. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he swallowed his L's. That's lazy tongue. A lazy, lazy tongue. Talk with the back it's of his tongue instead of front of it. When toddlers kind of slur. Yeah. Like it's called lazy tongue. You know that I liked when he was 
uh, I don't know, I don't think he was on Family Guy, but they, you know, his character was on Family Guy. Yeah. And he goes, I like to lick a lemon lollipop in Lilyhammer. <laughs> <laughs> we have a phone call, but we only have one minute. So, who is it? It's Joe. Just wanted to say real quick here, uh, you guys are talking about bribes to the COVID shot. Yes, sir. Over the summer, our governor, the Democrat idiot Bashir, <laughs> said that uh, he's going to offer each person, he's going to have three drawings for people that get the COVID shot, and you, you had a chance to win $1 million per oh, drawing. Wow. Jesus. Wow. Of our tax money. It started with donuts, and now yep. it's a million dollars. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, it's just a, and oh, fishing and, licenses. And they were going to also hand out per drawing, I think it was like three or four full ride scholarships to uh, oh, students that got their got the vaccine. Oh God! You know what happened? I so didn't every know. Time they, I did not. Every know. time they handed out a million dollar check, three or four kids got a full ride scholarship to the college of their choice. Well, there you go. And we paid for it. Good for them. I hope they're well-educated because yep. they're not, not intelligent. They're just well-educated. Big difference. Uh, One I, of the reasons I call Dick. i got to be honest uh, with you. I got very, very lucky because I qualified for a scholarship. I got it yesterday. It was four boxes of chocolate frosted flakes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, six. Six? six. I think six. there was five. I took one. I took one. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, there was only four. Okay. There Who was took at least, the other There was ones? at least five. Well, who got you the took other two. One? We both took one. There's no, two didn't. left out there. Yeah. We did. Do we take two? I think so. I didn't take any. I don't know. I didn't think we took any. I was not. I was not party to this. God, mm. somebody, somebody kiped all my <laughs> chocolate frosted <laughs> flakes. <laughs> what the hell, Joe? Well, thank you, Joe. It's very nice of you because between Count Chocula from Michael Bryant and now <laughs> you with the chocolate. Kellogg's Super Flakes or whatever they're Frosted Flakes. Super Flakes. Super Flakes. I, cover, I love that stuff. How did you know I liked that so much? Was it because of the Count Chocula? Everyone likes it. No, it's because every Halloween you go off on how much you love the Frosted Flakes with the ghost marshmallows. Yeah. That's true. That's very true. I do. Well, Joe, thank you for thinking of me. I really appreciate it. And go get a scholarship, will you? I got a job instead. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Better scholarship. Thanks, Pally. So who the hell got the got him? I got one. Andy I got, got one. I sent, I sent two boxes. Andy said there were six. There's a there's a five. I would say at least. There's probably six. Okay. I think there. There was. probably were six. Yeah. I'd say there were probably six. Uh, Andy got one. Alex got one. Have to remember, <laughs> Tom was in a heightened state of. That's upset true. Yeah. Emotional. <laughs> He's in a trance. <clears throat> I just honestly got, well, Joe and I have talked about this uh, on the air, off the air, all the rest of it. Trying to get somebody to do their job now is a massive headache. Yep. God, is that a headache. What are you going to do? You can't even get them to do it holding a gun to their head. <laughs> well, wow. I wouldn't bring that up necessarily, but... <laughs> All right, we got to move. Oh, my God, we're way over time. Oh, Joe, yeah. thank yeah. you again, sir, for your kind gift, and yep. thanks for calling in. And uh, Squid Game Lammers. Yes, sir. We will twat. talk on Thursday. Reviews on the queue. Everybody have a wonderful week. Thank you, sir. Bye. All right, see ya. We'll be back.